Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Nima, are you ready? I am ready. I love it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Dr. Nima Ramani is a chiropractor turned edutainer. He is on a mission to help people defeat stress. I'm excited to have you on. Nima, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, basically, some something very simple. Um, <clears throat> my wife is uh, six and a half months pregnant, and we're about to have our first baby. Awesome. And um, essentially... Unfortunately, I know what happens, you know, to a child in utero when a child is being, you know, in utero, all of the effects and impacts on the nervous system of the mother get downloaded onto the baby. And I've known this for a while. And now all of a sudden, especially during the COVID times, I am now faced with this immense responsibility of understanding that everything that's going on now in in this baby's mother's world in my wife's world is going to be downloaded onto my baby <laughs> from now moving forward so understanding that keeping my nervous system regulated so that i can now be a space uh to to have emotional attunement for my wife that's going to then uh be passed down to our kid this is why i do what i do and and if i translate that that's kind of like my primary thing and what makes my heart sing is teaching people how to self-regulate and co-regulate so that they can have healthier uh, experience of safety in their bodies and then moving out to healthier relationships and then healthier community and um, i just understood the role of the nervous system in health as my you know pr- former life as a chiropractor that i knew that people who were coming in with stress related problems uh, i wanted to deal with the root cause um, rather than their aches and pains just adjusting the spine I, I saw that i could make a deeper impact by educating them how to self-regulate their nervous systems and so after you know from that moment 10 years ago where i decided i wanted to leave the confines of the office and teach people how to uh, emotionally regulate heal their relationships connect to purpose and uh you know deepen their levels of intimacy in their lives um now i'm pleased to say i lead a global uh community of self-healers where i teach tools in self-regulation and how to be um you know more connected with oneself lower levels of anxiety and then of course when you change your relationship with yourself pretty much everything in your life starts to transform i love it one of my favorite quotes is from thoreau he says that there are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one striking at the root and so Oh, can you say that again? That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That one down. Who said that? Uh, Henry David Thoreau says that Mm -hmm. there are thousands or a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one who is striking at the root. Mm. 
Beautiful. That's it. <laughs> so, that's exactly that. That made the hairs on my neck stand up because that's exactly <laughs> what I do. Everybody's. We're all trying to heal, solve relationship problems um, uh, by, you know, for example, counseling and psychotherapy, and we're trying to change our thoughts to change our anxiety, to trying to change our thinking, to try to change our relationship challenges. Uh, but what I discovered is you can't think your way out of a feeling problem. So hacking at the root of it is uh, striking at the root is really what I'm all about. You can't think your way out of a feeling problem. I, I think mm-hmm. that that is it's an extremely profound thing. And it, life is a funny thing. This is something that I've been I've been working on and doing a lot of personal work about what's been in my past and. I mean, for me, like it almost runs contrary to my entire life of feeling like I am the person who is who's impacting everything and and I can outthink everything when in Mm. fact that's not really the case. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, um, it sounds like you're quite intelligent, Uh, (laughs) very intelligent gentleman. And uh, as a as a fellow in intellect, uh, I can honestly say that that's the our greatest strength right and it also becomes our greatest weakness because what happens is when we're confronted by problems oftentimes they're not uh, they're not thought-based problems they're feeling-based problems which actually come from our past as you mentioned they come from uh, other woundings in our lives that haven't yet been resolved unhealed and unresolved wounds that we are consistently again and again and again being kind of like faced with and so oftentimes we try to think our way out of it and we think we've solved it but the root of it is still in our bodies and these old wounds and these old traumas become now it's become now what i've discovered to be probably the most important consideration in your well-being is your ability to create that sense of safety in your body and it doesn't matter how how many times you can do kind of like a therapy or a personal development or grow yourself to try to change your thinking if you've experienced some trauma in your past that had even before you had language and thinking Right. Even even when you were in a theta state, like your brainwaves are in a theta state in from zero to age six where you're semi-conscious. Right. <laughs> um, those are there's a genuine, genuine, genuine lack of safety that you're feeling in your body at that time. And that must be addressed first before we can start to change our thinking, because when you get activated and you get triggered, you are now, your brain, your cognitive thinking brain completely goes offline. So now the conversation's got to switch to, all right, how do I get out of my head and now change my state to then come up with the most productive and the most um, elegant solution to what I'm faced by? And that's what I'm like, I, I get a high off of teaching that. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So I, I this is a... I think if somebody's never really thought about this before, which which I certainly hadn't, it's 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 obviously a pretty foreign concept. But mm-hmm. but everything you just described certainly makes sense, and you know it's it's kind of like it's it's our software, right? This is what I have, and it's been imprinted on me. You talked about how your six and a, uh, your 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 soon to be born baby is 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 receiving 
you know, software downloads right now and obviously developing hardware. And then from zero to six, we're, we're still receiving this. And then obviously throughout the course of our lives. And so if you're not cognizant of the software that you're running and you're not going back and, and, and rewriting the code, then you're going to continue to experience the same things you've experienced. You can't overthink it or you can't outthink it. Is, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the code is already there. The code is there without you even knowing that there's a code. Mm. You don't know it's there until you get into a relationship. (laughs) You think that it's all all fine and dandy, but all of your wounding comes out the second you start to partner with somebody and they will say something or do something, or maybe they have an elevated voice. Their voice raises just a little bit, and all of a sudden, your body, what does it do? It goes into protection. Like, it's like, wait, where did that come from? You didn't think you didn't think your way into that. And then what we do is we try to do things to, to try to calm ourselves down. We'll calm down, calm down, and we start to take um, personal development, maybe some therapy to try to <clears throat> make sense of, of, of this and it, you know, change our thoughts. Well, you know, well, this, this me, you're making this mean that, you know, you're, you're a bad person. Well, why don't you just change the meaning? Well, you can do that cognitively, but your triggers become information. Your triggers are all information from the nervous system of where you have, um, where you have unresolved wounding, where there is a lack of safety, the, you know, the world is not safe and I'm going to die feeling that comes up when somebody rejects you, that uh, this panic that shows up that you feel when uh, somebody criticizes you, that what I discovered is that by not resolving those at a body-based, what we call somatic-based level, um, you now do not have control of your reality. Your reality is being controlled by things outside of you because you are now fearing those feelings coming up and you're doing everything you can to try and avoid them. And so now we have all sorts of codependencies. Mm. When you don't get that right, you're codependent. You don't speak your truth. You um, don't step up and and uh, you know work through the natural resistances of life. Um, relationships just don't work. You fall into similar patterns of arguments again and again and again in your relationships. Same pattern. They bring up the same thing, and now you're left with this experience in your 30s and 40s, saying, "I don't really know who I am." Uh, I've been pleasing other people and doing things for approval uh, to the point where I've lost a sight of who I am. One of my clients even said, I feel like a jellyfish. In other words, I don't know what, what are my emotions, what are other people's mm-hmm. emotions. And that all comes back to the, the what's the word I'm looking for, conditioned self-abandonment that we had as children where we had big feelings come up when we didn't have par- – parents that understood how to attune to them they said don't cry don't shout don't this don't do that and so we've been taught to chronically abandon our feelings and who we are in service of approval and all of that can turn around once you start to uh, turn the light on and change uh, your approach to your triggers We've been taught to abandon those feelings in service of approval. I, I, I think that's awesome right there. Mm-hmm. Or or horribly sad. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, exactly. It is it is scary, but imagine I've been in practice for 15 years, people coming in with stress-related problems, aches and pains and chronic issues that just don't go away with anything. Mm. And I was like, why is it my ego couldn't handle it? I was like, I can't like why is it that I can't help those people? Right. And then I realized that sometimes illnesses that the patients are coming in with are the body's last ditch effort to try to get them to pay attention to themselves rather than rescuing and fixing others in service of being important, being approved, but being the good girl, being the good, good boy. And I started realizing, oh my gosh, like this is a way bigger thing than just the person's nervous system. We are now, then all of a sudden I started looking at the lens of intergenerational trauma multi-generational where you know the roles that you play in your family you you know you had a parent that didn't really know how to keep you know take care of their own emotions and then had to dump all of their emotions on you and you had to precociously step up and look after your mother look after your father or, or be the f rescuer and abandon yourself and your own emotional needs so that you can then feel safe in your home and that is the that unresolved would then be the thing that would cause be the root you know striking at the root be the root of the body falling apart it's kind of like your physiology saying listen stop taking care of others because you don't know how to say no you don't know you don't understand what boundaries are so i'm going to create this boundary for you by by, by breaking down your physical body so you really don't have a choice than to make me make me a priority. And you have this inner child inside of you that <clears throat> will shout and scream and literally like in my case, uh, you know, burn burn the whole place down right. and sabotage everything just so that you can make sure that you're actually doing it authentically connected to all of your wounded parts rather than doing things to try to avoid that wounded child yeah i appreciate all that so for people who are listening how how can they start to recognize um where there might be uh pain or or just uh, whatever it is that they're carrying and then what can they do about it? All right. So the very best place to start, um, I, I discovered the secret to life is becoming trigger proof. <laughs> trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means being able to expand the space between stimulus and response. And one of the good questions that I train my clients to start to practice is when a trigger comes up, instead of reacting and trying to defend that horrible feeling that comes up in your body because that's what we're reacting to you know even if even if you're a kid like like for example i was being interviewed and it's like when you're 3 years old and you spill uh, your glass on the floor your parent turns and yells and screams to a three-year-old, why did you do that? <laughs> Immediately, what happens is you don't understand it as a three-year-old. You don't know what just happened. All you know is that you have these sensations that happen in your body that are horrific that gets shot up into the mind. And then you turn around and then you say – you make a meaning out of it. And the meaning you make, what do you think the meaning you're going to make out of that is? I'm a bad person. Exactly. 
So what happens is you now associate you uh, be, being a bad person. You don't think the three-year-old doesn't think, oh, my my father or mother is really reacting to a past event, and they're really projecting their failures right. onto me. So I I'm not going to take this on, mom and dad. This is just you know, your stuff, but how can I be there for you? A three-year-old won't do that. A three-year-old automatically goes to what you just said, I'm a bad person. And so you carry that with you. And then when you have a kid and the kid spills, you know, then naturally I'm a bad father comes in and you're literally reacting to that. And my, my, um, my, um, my interviewer was like, Oh my gosh, I did that with my daughter like two weeks ago. Like, what do I do? And then I said, <laughs> all right. I said, okay, so this is the answer. When that happens and you step, step in and you feel that trigger coming up, you want to go into the pain and put your hand on it. Why? It's because you're now getting into sensation. You're getting into body. You want to get into the sensation without the explanation of I'm a bad person because there's always an explanation to make sense of the feeling. <laughs> we have these states in our bodies that we are now thinking in alignment to. So the and that's we're so used to that. It's going to take conditioning to unwind that to become trigger proof. But when you do, here's what happens. You go into the body, you feel it, and then you're going to ask the question, what meaning am I making out of this? And then you're going to say, oh, I'm a bad person, as you just said, or I'm not worthy of love. Uh, I'm not enough. Whatever it is, you're going to then feel that when the trigger comes up. But then you realize that's not coming from right now. It actually comes from an old wound. And what you're going to do as you practice this this art that, that – um, that, that's kind of like really gaining momentum, you're going to go back to the younger part of yourself where that came up. And there's always an association. It's a transference, it's called. Nothing is about what it's about. Everything you're going through right now is a past unresolved event that if you were to just, instead of reacting, just practice pausing and getting into that disgusting feeling, putting your hand on it, and just feeling it for a few minutes and then seeing where did it come from? What, what meaning am I making out of it? Ah, okay, so where did this come from? And now you're going to go back and then you're going to – it'll reveal to you a four-year-old version of you. It'll reveal a five-year-old version, a 10-year-old, 15-year-old. There's There are about hundreds of wounded versions of you that you're literally walking around with and your work is to reconnect with all of them. Your journey through life that's going to make it fulfilling, rewarding uh, is going to – the pr is, is a, all about the practice of returning back to those versions of you that you abandoned a long time ago in service of approval and you're going to be the one to what's called reparent them and to give them what they were lacking all along and that's the practice of expanding that space between your stimulus and response laying down new pathways in your prefrontal cortex that will soothe the the, the new version of you that doesn't just all of a sudden self-abandon and beat yourself up you act and be perfectionistic but you actually are become your best ally and that that's the training that's the work i love it i love it that I think that that makes sense, and that's something that certainly we all can do if we are open to it and, 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 and doing the work. I love it. Mm. Wanima, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <sighs> Meditate each and every day. And 
when you're when you're in meditation start to observe your thoughts and work towards separating yourself from them work towards um work towards seeing not believing them yes that's it like that's great stuff that definitely gets come on come on work towards not not believing them yeah that's right separate yourself from your thoughts you are not your thoughts yeah i love it well dr nima thank you so much for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you and how can they engage with you I, I can the show notes um, should have my uh, I have a training that I'm going to give uh, anybody who's listening who's inspired to learn it's a 90 minute training on literally how to become trigger proof and um, I have a promo code there for any listener to to give you that training for free and uh, I have a Facebook group called trigger proof how to regulate stress and uh strength and immunity during a crisis and I do uh, videos each and every day trainings every day that's the really the best way or my website drnema.com excellent we'll send well, those to you awesome well, Savage Nation if you enjoyed this as much as I did show Dr. Nima your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas check out the 90 minute training that he is offering go to the Facebook group check out his website and uh I know that this work is incredibly valuable, so I encourage you to check it out. Thank you again, Nima. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.